Welcome to the podcast. It's been a long time, my long friend. Long time. So, what what's gone what's gone on since the last podcast? I don't know. Could we, we we had some we a, uh, couple of starts and stops along yeah. the way, testing out new things. Um, I don't know. There was a pandemic, but I think there still is one. Actually, I mean, we yeah. seem to be hopefully towards the end of it, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm glad I can have you over. I'm glad I could be here. Yeah. During this pandemic, it gave me time to um, rewatch movies and, and become nostalgic about things. In general, just a lot of extra time to think about, you know, growing up. And it got me thinking, you know, what were my favorite movies growing up? Because I spent a lot of time during this pandemic watching netflix as most of us did and you know uh, some of those years be, you know until i was about 10 years old movies were really magical yes right they, cha- they changed the way i looked at everything and um you know i put together a list of five movies which uh i loved and i have maybe a story or two for each and what about you same thing i have uh i got about five movies i have a few honorable mentions yeah and they're different types of movies i mean i i bet a couple of our movies overlap although i'm a little bit older than you so Mm -hmm. i and and for the podcast listeners i am three years older than joe uh but so yeah i mean i bet they over overlap because there's a few movies that i think we both have in common but we'll see all right so how about you start ah okay give it a shot so (laughs) I was thinking about this yesterday. Joe and I spoke, and we decided we were going to talk about some movies. So, movies as kids. Now, this is in no particular order, but I'm looking at my little list here, and I would say the first most influential movie I had at such a young age was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. And the reason why, well, I mean, obviously, great movie. Yeah. Harrison Ford, Ford, one of my all-time favorite actors. But I think as a kid, the thing that I, I loved so much about it was, and it's simple, is watching Raiders of the Lost Ark and eventually the other Indiana Jones movies. But when he would f- go to another city, it would show the map mm-hmm. and it would show him connecting, going to certain cities in the Middle East or, you know, in, in Raiders, he, he's out in like the Middle East, uh, North Africa. And I thought about that, and I said, you know, I mean, I, as a kid, I loved that. I loved that movie. I, I, you know, I used to watch it over and over. And as I got older, I realized, I think that was my first introduction to, like, travel. Mm. You know, like, always wanting to travel. Because there was places that, you know, I was learning about watching those movies of, like, places I wouldn't have learned about otherwise. Or maybe I would have. But it just, I always wanted to travel because of them. So I was always interested in the Middle East. I was always interested in the North Africa Did region. Did you see that movie in the movie theater? Raiders of the Lost Ark? No, I didn't. I was. I, I believe it came out maybe 1981. 81. Yeah, so I was 1981, I was four years old. And I do remember watching it for the first time at a family friend's house who had a VCR. Mm. And we didn't have one yet. 
and I remember sitting and and I used to go over the house and we, and they were very close family members and my my parents would take me over there and it was around the corner from our house and I remember sitting and I would watch Raiders of the Lost Ark and that's I that's back when VHSs were ninety dollars and also I remember at some point now in, in this time of Tom who his uh, whose house I was at explaining that he bought the VHS instead of the Betamax. Mm. Like, I remember the conversation. He chose it over the Betamax, and he explained why, and I guess he was correct. But so anyway, Raiders of the Lost Ark was the first one that popped up in my head because I I just, I love that movie. I love the travel. I love just um, the, you know, and you know the archaeology and and mm-hmm. all that stuff and i think that gave me a, a lifetime of like being interested in those things it was a, a big deal for uh movie studios to come out with vhs tapes but they felt threatened by it because that was back when movies would come out uh, in multiple summers so it would yeah. be re-released right um i like i when I was a little kid, saw E.T., and then, like, a couple of years later, E.T. came out again. So it was, like, repeat customers. Yeah. And uh, they looked at it as those repeat customers are now permanently gone. Really? Um, That's the way they saw it. And the one movie that changed it all was actually Top Gun. Really? Top Gun was the first movie that was available for $20 on a VHS, uh, and they were just taking a chance... And they made a lot of money. It sure. was the, the number one selling VHS that year. Wow. And um, from that point, all other movies became a $20 item. And they didn't really rely on um, you know, repeated viewings to generate money for a movie. It was the new standard to send it directly to, to VHS to, vi- to video uh, like a year later yeah because I remember being a kid and I mean you know when you're when you're a kid a year seems like 10 years mm-hmm. and I remember when you'd see a movie you loved and you you know and you couldn't wait for it to come out on VHS and you would have to wait and it seemed like you waited forever yeah I mean I'm assuming it was around a year but that's they used to say oh it'll be out next year you know and and I remember it seeming like it was like forever man like it was like you couldn't wait to get to be able to rent it from the video store yeah (laughs) remember video stores early video stores were sued by um the big companies because they were renting out their 90 dollar vhs's and that was something else that um you know the big movie studios felt threatened with they went to court and the movie studios lost wow which kept the mom and pop uh, video video stores, stores in business. I remember my video store and growing up in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. It was direct video, mm-hmm. and it was like not too far from us, and it was like a big deal to go to. Like yeah. it was like Friday, my mom would take us to you know the video store, the tape store we used to call it. Yeah, the tape store. And we would go to the tape store, and it was like you get to pick out. You know what? You could pick out two movies for the weekend, and it was like a big deal. Like I, I. You know, and and it was like our, that was a part of our culture. Yeah, like that was like a part. Like it wasn't people. Like it's funny. Like I I would explain that to my kids now, and they wouldn't even really understand it. But like that was like a big deal. That was a part of our culture. Like we went to the to the video store. Like I we rented loved vi- going to the video store and walking around. Yep. And if totally. I didn't know what I wanted, I would look at 
you know, the uh, covers of all the yep. videos and try to figure out what looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if I was lucky, I would be allowed to rent a Nintendo game. Oh, yes. Like. Yeah. When, when they started, I remember that when yeah. it started with like Nintendo game, when they started being able to rent Nintendo games, that was like a big deal. That was a big deal. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you can rent a system for that game. So I rented Genesis nice for a weekend and got a bunch of genesis games early on and that was kind of fun yeah but kind of in line with your uh first movie i really enjoyed last crusade great uh, movie. I, I put I'm, that on my list too, i'm not saying that i liked it I, I i think raiders of the lost dog is the best one agreed but that last crusade was the first one that i saw in the movie theater and it was a fun day, and it was right... I was about nine years old when it came out, so I was in the perfect age for That's that right, because I was about 12. And I knew it was a good movie, because I went home, and all I wanted to do was, to like, you know, uh, use a whip and and, <laughs> right. and try to, like, swing from trees right. and stuff like that. And, um, and I just wanted to play the movie. Yeah, it was. that's a great... That's actually... Besides Raiders of the Lost Ark, that's my second favorite one in that in the in the um that as as they call now franchise. The franchise, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's it's good. Uh, I like it better than the second movie. As do I. I uh, think it's better than Temple of Doom. It is. Temple of Doom was a prequel. Did you ever know that? No. Yes. Temple Explain. Of, Temple of Doom technically happened before Raiders of the Lost Ark. I never really put realized that. Yeah, it takes place in the 1920s. Like the late 20s. That's right. That's yeah. right cuz when they're in Raiders of the Lost Ark takes place in the late 30s. 30s, right, cuz he's yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's, I never really put that two and two together. They never explained it. I mean, Temple of Doom is a good movie. It was yeah, it, it was, I it was it. but it was never my it was never my favorite. I thought it was, it was Raiders of the Lost Ark. Then, uh, Cru- uh, Last Crusade. Plus, you have Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. Junior. Like, it's just a, it, it's just a good And then movie. they had that whole montage with the young Indiana Jones. Yep, yeah, when the beginning. Yeah, yeah that was good. Yep. So, what do you have next? Next, I have... Let's see the list. Um, again... Not no particular order, but then, of course, episode four of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. My, it came out the year I was born. So it came out in 1977. Um, that movie I watched. I had the video mm-hmm. tape of it. I watched it probably more than Raiders of the Lost Ark, actually. And I and I, you know, Star Wars, Star, the whole Star Wars culture. I I was all about like playing with Star Wars figures. I had you know the Millennium Falcon and all that stuff. Like it was it was like such a big deal to me. Um, and again, it was just like part of my childhood. You know, it was like, you know, and I actually saw um, episode four. I was, it was the year I was born, so I didn't, but uh, Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. we came out, I believe, in 1982, 82? and I saw that in the movie theater. Oh, that's cool. And, and a great memory is hardly a memory. I mean, it's, it's so, it's, it's so hard to remember, but I do remember my best friend at the time and his dad and my dad. They took us to the movie theater, and we saw it. And what's great about that memory is his father died only about a year later. 
he was he was about uh, six when his father died, wow. and he, he I remember him his dad sitting in the movie theater. You know, I, it's like a short memory of me sitting with my dad and him and his dad in the movie theater and seeing an Empire Strikes Back. So that was a great memory. Um, and Empire Strikes Back is is it's got to be the greatest. It's got to be the greatest Star yeah, Wars movie. I mean, I, mean, you know. I, I loved those movies growing up. Right. I didn't have them on tape until I was maybe 10 or 11. Gotcha. So if we're kind of saying, you know, from 2 to 10, what was your favorite movie? Right, right. Um, for me, I loved it, but I didn't get to see it as much. Because you didn't it, have it. Because I didn't have it then you were able right. to see it. Yeah, I mean, I saw, it was funny because I had uh, episode, uh, the, uh, A New Hope. I had that, mm-hmm. but I didn't have uh, Empire Strikes Back. My friend did. Mm-hmm. So I would borrow it from him. Um, and then Return of the Jedi also. Um, Return of the Jedi came out, and I was in first grade, mm-hmm. in 1983. Yeah. And for that Halloween, I dressed up as the guard. Remember the big guard, <laughs> yeah. like you know, the big monster little guy who gets eaten by the. Yeah. Thing? I dressed up. I got that. I, that was my costume for Halloween. I can see that. Yeah, I was the guard, and and so uh, Return of the Jedi. I just remember um, the block I lived on had. It was all kids. It was all like a you know, just like you, like where you got. I remember you talk, We talked about this, mm-hmm. and I remember the. I guess it came out in the summertime, mm-hmm. and I remember um, we were all out. It was like a day where everybody was out on the street, in the side, in the street, and like we we're all playing. And this guy who who my dad worked with on the weekends, and he had flea markets. His name was Vinny, and he. He was saying he was going to... Vinny from Staten Island. Vinny from Staten Island, right. right. He's interesting guy. Very interesting. Really, actually, wonderful man. Really nice man. And so he... um, I remember we were cheering because he said he was going to take us all out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why, but it was like his daughter... His daughters were... Oh, we were playing with his daughters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were cheering and we said, take us to see Return of the Jedi. Like, like this guy's going to take like 20 kids to pay... Like, <laughs> to see... We, he didn't, but he took us out to ice cream. But anyway... Um, I remember that it, I believe it came out in the summer, and I and I, and that was like the biggest hype. Like it, I, you know, my memories of that of that movie being released was like the it was huge. Like that's all they you know I, I it's all I cared about it being in you know first grade mm-hmm. was like Return of the Jedi, you know. So yeah, I, I love that movie when it came out. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, I do remember when it was shown on Homebox. HBO, Classic. HBO, for, right? For some Home of you box, young right? Yes. Whippersnappers, the, the young whippersnappers don't know. Uh, when I was young, uh, we opened up um, a library card, and I was able to go to the library and, you know, take out books. But at some point, they started offering VHS stuff, and at, at this point, I was probably six or seven. And I don't really know where it came from. My family wasn't really into science fiction too much, but I really loved science fiction. So I went in and, and uh, you know, I saw some Star Wars stuff, and I liked that. And then I decided to get into Star Trek. Right, you, you were a Trekkie. I, I guess. You know. A little, a young Trekkie. Yeah, I wasn't, yeah. so, yeah. I mean, it's interesting to hear this. Yeah, I don't know where it came from. It literally happened overnight. Um, one day I woke up and I'm like, I'm really interested in this. I want to watch it. So, um, didn't really, like, I remember the show being on and not being so interested in the show. Um, but, uh, 
renting the movies and um, renting the movies from the library and it was a big deal because I mean, we were always on the top shelf and I'd, <laughs> I'd have to point and and you know other my mother or whoever uh, would have to like, go grab them from me and um, you know it was the second one which is the one that everyone loves and I loved that as a kid and I remember me and my dad watched that is it Wrath of Khan? Wrath of Khan and our, our good friend Dave White yes Loves that movie. There's a whole other podcast about Star Trek. I remember in college, of course, yeah. sitting and you were like, we're going to watch the Star Trek movies because I never watched them. Okay. And we watched it, me, you, Dave, you, and we watched Star Trek the movie. And Dave was like, this is not a good movie. And he, and you were like, no, we have to. I don't think Dave thought it was, not that he didn't think it was a good movie, mm-hmm. but I think he just thought it wasn't very good, like exciting because it was like the original one. So what I liked about it, See, this is a this whole, is a whole other podcast. So we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But I, I am I like that movie. I, I thought it was good too. I that was the first time I ever see, saw it. Yeah, it, you it, know, it. I think it's a classic. It's too slow for a lot of people. Rock but fruit. I like slow movies. So for me, no, I remember watching them. I watched Wrath of Khan. We watched Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. I remember buying that uh, VHS at some point or getting it for Christmas and just watching it over and over again and it would literally be like if i didn't watch it in a month by this by the next month i'd throw it in <laughs> just to keep it going obsessed that's what the uh what uh episode four was for me yeah that's that's what it was for me it was like i mean i watched it all the time i i i quoted it from beginning to end yeah, yeah. you know like it was like it, you know i played with every, all the guys like it that you know so yeah, now that was that's some good stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, it it shaped my childhood. Yeah, that's that that's what they did for me. Yeah. So now, what else do you have? I have um, now we're getting to the the stuff that had now like the top three things that had the most impact. Okay. And number three was a movie that my parents rented from the local mom and pop VHS store. And they're very excited. Do you remember the name of your VHS store? Not the original one. Okay. Um, but um, it was The Karate Kid, the original. Ah, yes. I forgot The Karate Kid and on my list. And they said, we rented a movie called The Karate Kid. We're going to watch it tonight as a family. And I was, at the time, probably about five. Because the movie came out in the movie theater when I was four. And a year passed. And the VHS came out. My brother was... A two and a half or so right um and loving this movie like just glued to it and was obsessed with this movie and i didn't it wasn't one that i i never had it right so i didn't watch it that often but right. whenever i got a chance hey. i watched it and loved it that i'm gonna say i didn't put it on the list but that movie was also a movie i watched all the time and i didn't have that movie either yeah my friend had it and it, and it was like a movie we watched so all the that time. that really got us Excited to go see the second one in the right, theater, right. which is not a bad sequel. No, it's fine. It's, it's a it decent, actually made more money yeah, than the first it was, one. This Karate Kid Two was not a bad sequel. No, not you at know, all. I'm actually, I always thought it was okay. You know, there's some bad sequels, yeah. but that, but Karate Kid Two was not one of them. Not a bad sequel. What do you have? All right, so you got Karate Kid. Now I'm gonna go. I mean. 19, I believe 1984, a movie came out called Ghostbusters, mm. which was like, to me, I mean, to, even to this day, Ghostbusters to me is one of the great movies of yeah. all time. Like, I, 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 you know, we watched, you know, my kids watch it now. 
you know, and it's it's just, you know, I j- it was just a great movie. It's plus it's in New York City. It takes place in New York. You know, growing up in New York, you're like it's just it was just so cool. Like I I loved it. You know, it was another movie that I was you know I guess '84 I was seven. Mm-hmm. You know, so I love that movie. That was a, a huge, you know, that I always watched if I could. Um, and even this, speaking of the sequels, you know, Ghostbusters Two is not a bad movie. No, you know, it, it was. It's a good. It's a it's good. Like it's fine. not Ghostbusters. No, it's it's you know, but it's it was a good sequel. I liked it. I agree. Ghostbusters to me, growing up, I remember when it came out. I remember when the song came out. My parents watched a lot of MTV when I was right. a kid, so I remember when the video was on. You know, on big heavy rotation. Right. And I remember asking my mom, you know, uh, would I like this? And she would say, no, it would, it's going to scare you. So I worked it up in my head that it was like a horror movie. Right. Um, then I went over to Jersey to visit my cousins for a weekend. Okay. And they're a few years older than me. And um, I love how you thought it was a horror movie. Yeah, I don't, but I was <laughs> right. a, little yeah, a little kid. Right, I yeah. was like six. Right, it's ghosts. Like, it yeah, can so, cause a lot of problems. Yeah, so we, we go over to my cousin's house, and they pop on Ghostbusters. And I'm like, I don't know if I should be watching this movie. <laughs> that's, that's but, but all of a sudden, I'm just like just zoning into the television and i wanted to watch the whole thing to me it was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it was and, and it was like it, it made that entire weekend of you know 1986 work right, like right. I, that's it's a fond memory and uh continued to watch that movie many times after. oh it's I just it. a great I, I watch it whenever it's on you know and then ghostbusters 2 was good too i mean i, I was old i think i was 13 when that came out yeah, yeah. um and then I got all right. I mean, what, what do you? How about you? What do you have? I have uh, Back to the Future. Uh, I I didn't. It didn't make my list, but it definitely had a role to play. Like to a, me, that was a magical movie. Hmm. Um, if I remember correctly, I was told by uh, some family members, "Hey, this movie's coming out called Back to the Future. It's about a kid that builds a time machine." That's all I knew. Right. So I was like, "Oh, that sounds cool." And then. Probably a month or two later, um, my family took me out to see this movie. And I was totally sucked into another world, you know. And it's it, that doesn't happen to me as an adult. Right, right. So it, when I think back to stuff like that, it's like, oh, I understand what movie making is about. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still watch it to this day and love it, especially that first one. To yeah, me, the first one is the best first one. First one is yeah. almost perfect Mm -hmm. first one is the best everything works story works you have an element of an amazing score Mm -hmm. you have um cutting edge special effects 1985 yeah it's pretty damn good some of it still looks pretty good yeah you know um it had had everything that worked perfectly together and it's rare that you have a movie that has all of those elements um loved it and still love it today. It's a great movie. It didn't make my list, but it it, it definitely had a role to play in my m- growing up. Um, I you know what movies on there for me? Goonies. Yeah. Goon the Goonies was just a great movie. It was just another and same thing. Great score. You know, like just a fun movie. I'm gonna jump into this too. That's my number one movie. Is it really? 
Um, it was an honorable mention for me, but it could have been anywhere. Like as far you know. as as far as a movie that um, really defined me from the age of maybe you know five to eight, that's the movie. It's a great movie. It, it was yeah. Another one that totally took me out of my world and mm-hmm. put me into that world. Yeah, where the kids were maybe a year or two older than me. And it was an adventure that I felt that I was on, mm-hmm. even though I was sitting in the movie theater. Yeah, no, that's a great movie. I, you know, and I was, I was trying to remember like what I saw in the movies as to what I saw like in video, mm-hmm. because it it got to the point like we're talking about like when we used to rent videos, mm-hmm. it got to the point where it was like, you know, you may go to the movie, but it you just chances are you probably just wait you rent it yeah when it came out so it's like. You know, I was trying to think about those things. Um, and then I have, like, other movies on here. Um, as I got older, mm-hmm. I thought about this. And I don't know. I remember being... I, I I don't remember what store it was. But I probably was nine, maybe? Mm-hmm. Probably nine or ten. And for a dollar, my mom... I think it was a dollar. My mom bought... And I asked her to buy it. I had never seen it. I asked her to buy Platoon. Okay. And she bought it. I don't know if she wasn't paying attention mm-hmm. or like, but I she bought Platoon. Yeah. And which is not a comedy. It's not a kids movie. Um, but she got it, and I watched it, and I was like captivated by it. And it wow. and it actually taught like again. It was a movie that I when I watched, I was probably I think I was ten. And I was like, I watched it over and over. I couldn't believe, like, the reality of war. And it was something that my parents, it wasn't like, you know. How old were you at the time? Ten, I think. I, it came out in 1986. Okay. So it came out when I was nine. Mm-hmm. But I got it when it was on video. So it was about a year later. Okay. And um, my mom bought it for me. I don't think she was paying attention. That's, that's what I keep going back to because she wouldn't. But it was like, I remember I watched it and I couldn't. And it changed I don't know. It's it had me thinking about you know because when you're a little kid, you know, especially you were probably similar to me. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're taught of like you know I was I loved army stuff. Mm-hmm. You know I loved the army. I loved the the, the, the I loved the military. I, I just you know like we taught like you know little army guys and I had all these things I would do. I had guns, toy guns that used to look like real guns that yeah. they don't make anymore. Before, before they had fluorescent <laughs> right. knobs yeah, right. to them. Right. I literally yeah. had, a, I had a 44 Magnum that you could have robbed a bank with. <laughs> that it looked so real. But, um, so, and I remember being really, and I, and I, that movie really made me think as a young kid, like, and I, again, I don't know why I was allowed to watch it, <laughs> but I was also the youngest of four. So, like, I had, my sister, I have three older sisters. Mm-hmm. So by the time I was like nine or ten, like my sisters were teenagers. Yeah. So like my parents were like not. I don't think they were paying attention. So again, if your siblings are watching stuff, yeah, but you're like, just gonna get sucked into but, it. Which happened a lot for me, but not with this movie. Okay. Because I mean, it was they weren't into that stuff. My sisters weren't into army movies. They were like teenage girls. Yeah. So I don't really know why my mom bought it for me, but I did, and I and I loved it, and it. But I, there were movies like that, like where my where I got sucked into my sister stuff, because that's where like Ferris Bueller comes in, mm-hmm. and um, uh, a couple others like uh, the movie. You know, it was a great movie that it, it's not like one of those movies that 
you know, where we talk about Ghostbusters and just like cultural, you know, almost like cultural icons. Mm. Um, the movie, which was I always enjoyed when I was a kid, was the movie Stand By Me. Yeah. You know? So Stand By Me, I remember that coming out on HBO. And mm-hmm. building up to the month that it was being released, there would always be um, like a coming attraction. Stand By Me is coming out and always had a nice soundtrack, but... I didn't see it in the movie theater, and I remember asking my I didn't see it in the movie theater. Either. Asking my parents, "Oh, can I watch this when it's on HBO?" And I wasn't allowed. They were like, "No, you're not old enough." Right. And never watched it as a kid. Right. Until I was maybe like thirteen or fourteen. Right. And then finally got around to it. So yeah, that was a great movie. Actually, it was again. That was one of the things we have in older sisters. Like mm-hmm. I watched it with my sister i think yeah you know like it was like oh we don't know if you could watch this and then it was like oh all right you could watch it with me like it was like one of those things but like that was a great movie i always always loved that movie that the ferris bueller was just that was another movie like that i had and then i and then as i got a little bit older i mean i don't know what age are we talking here probably until about 10 years old yeah 10 I'd say yeah, because I know I saw Platoon when I was ten. Yeah, preteen years. Yeah, preteen, and then I, you know, then I got into other movies. I think yeah. I put down on that list like the Godfather movies, but I think I was a little bit. I was probably like twelve or thirteen when I. Yeah, I was a little older. I was like, I, I might have been like those. eleven or twelve, but. I have a few honorable honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, the first is a VHS that I watched the most, um, of all VHSs with my friends. And that's Weird Al's UHF. You know what's so funny? I gotta tell you something. When you went into the bathroom, I went over and was looking at your DVDs, and that one stood out. Yeah. I saw UHF, and I was like, I love that movie. It's it's a cult classic. Great movie. It kind of failed because it came out um, same weekend as Terminator 2. Oh, uh-huh. well. And also, Orion was pro- like producing the movie, right. and they were going bankrupt at the time. So uh, interesting. They didn't really put any money into advertising, just the, the basic. The basic, yeah. yeah um, that is a great movie. It and, is a great movie. And you can tell there's a lot of famous people that came mm-hmm. out of that movie. Michael Richards. I'm oh, sorry, Michael Richards. Yeah. Right. Weird Al was great. I mean... They had multiple scripts for sequels to that movie, pre-written. Did they really? And because it didn't really make its money, make money, yeah. But it became a kind of a cult classic. A classic. It was. There were many years where that thing was being shown on uh, Comedy Central. Yeah. Like every weekend, and uh, I loved that one. And me and my friends thought that that's a great movie. That, you the, ate- that the jokes in that movie were so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the 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 last for me the last movie story I can share is um, my worst movie experience okay so my aunt uh, is going to take me to the movies in 1985 1986 okay so you're six years old five six years old you know I don't know exactly the year it came out and we're going to go see Transformers the movie Transformers the movie the movie the anime did you ever see this movie I think I did, but it doesn't stand out. All right. I, I know of it, but I... So, we go to the multiplex, and uh, you know, we pay, we get in, and, and we're walking towards the theater. And we sit down, and I'm... In, like, five minutes in, I'm instantly horrified, <laughs> because 
something's happening on the screen and it turned out that it was the mo- we walked into the wrong theater oh no way and it was the fly with Jeff Goldblum. So Jet, I was there when <laughs> Jeff Goldblum was turning into the fly, and, and you're I was like five. five. Years old, oh was, my god, that's I was horrifying, terrifying. <laughs> now I watch it; it's, right, right, it's silly, right, right. but it was terrifying. I believe me. that was Jeff Goldblum's first movie, right? Like I don't maybe know. not his first movie, but like Big his movie. first starring role. Yeah, and the thing was, we were in the movie theater for like a. a Five minutes at least. What did you find the other place? I think that we thought that it was a coming attraction. Oh, so we're we're waiting for it to end, but it kept going. The fly. So I then, that movie. so I remember my aunt turning to me and saying, "I think we're in the wrong theater." <laughs> so we got up and we walked out and we walked across the hallway into the right theater. Transformers. Now Transformers had been going for a little while. Right. right? So I get in, within the first five minutes, Optimus Prime dies in the cartoon movie. Oh my god, that's right. And I'm ter- I'm, I'm And that's upset. what you see. Oh my and god. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and I remember being sad the whole movie. And then going home and then just being disappointed. <laughs> that's a good story. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think if I had any disappointing... You know what I remember? For, I don't know why this just popped into my head. And it's not a movie that I particularly... I mean, it was okay. But it was not anything that was like had much of a role in my youth. Was mm-hmm. I remember going to see the movie Short Circuit. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I, seeing that in the movie theater. I loved that movie in the yeah. theater. I mean, I, it was a good movie, but it was like... So much that I saw Short Circuit 2 in the theater. I don't know if I saw Short Circuit 2. Well... Next time you come over, we can watch, watch Short Circuit too. I remember, I, I, I remember, you, and then I think of other movies. All right, <laughs> here's a movie that I always liked. Movie Explorers. Yeah. With River Phoenix, Ethan Hawke, mm. and some other kid who's been in, who was in movies in the 80s that I can't remember his name. That but kid. But you would remember his face. His face, right. That movie, the kids make a, River Phoenix is like a nerdy science kid. And Ethan Hawke, it opens up where Ethan Hawke is getting beat up by bullies. Mm-hmm. And, like, they help this other kid who's, like, the regular kid, he helps Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. And then, like, then he, Ethan Hawke brings him to his science friend who's building a spaceship. Wow. So, basically, they go to outer space from a spaceship that they built in his yard yeah. that's from a, you know, those, like, tilt-a-whirl mm-hmm. things at carnivals. And they use that, and they go into outer space. I never saw this movie. I'm surprised, actually. So, we need to have a movie we'll, festival. We're gonna watch. We'll we're gonna watch Explorers right. and Short Circuit Two. Okay, and yeah. it, I mean, it's if I I recently watched it. When I say recently, when you get older, recent means like within the last five years. Mm-hmm. So. I recently watched it and said to myself, "This movie's not that good," <laughs> but I remember when I was a kid, I really liked it. Well, this has been fun. Yeah, yes, it has. Until next time. Until next time, my friend. Take care. Bye.